if you want to do something, it's because you have a, a seed of passion in you. So keep at it. Keep the focus. Do the background work. Keep your eyes and ears open to whatever people are telling you, whatever. You don't need to take every little advices that flow your way. You are the, ultimately, you are the one who's driving it. You know, I told you, right, the divine forces will align it for you. You will see it all, you know, unfurling right in front of you. I mean, it will t- take the flow of things. You will have uh, setbacks. You will have uh, little detours from your uh, from your planned routes but then just keep at it just keep at it uh, with the same dedication devotion namaste hello welcome to prunership diaries i'm shweta your host for this show each week i interview either solo pruners or entrepreneurs or mom pruners or side pruners from varied fields and expertise if starting a business is on your mind and you want to learn the nitty gritties of running a business or you want to become a solo pruner jump right in let's explore the intricacies of taking charge of your own business welcome to prunership diaries today we have with us maria abraham who is a side pruner carrying forward her mother's legacy hand block printed fabrics and we're going to have an amazing conversation today as we learn about her venture Maria welcome to my show uh, so glad to talk to someone who's juggling a job and a venture as well and i'm looking forward to learning from you as to how you do it all so welcome again thank you shweta um, I, as i mentioned i'm actually honored and humbled to be your guest thank you for inviting me to your podcast pleasure is all mine and uh, i'm so excited to get started so my first question to you is could you tell us about how your mother got you know got started with hand block printing and uh, where did she learn it from so what made her to start this interesting question uh, i think i need to dial up my mom to ask her this <laughs> so mom as i can remember just to give you a context on around my mom she actually was a self taught uh, tailor and she would actually uh, tailor our all our clothes we were three girls we were three daughters and uh, so she was very familiar with all our measurements especially mine me being the eldest she had a keen or a distinctive eye for color details and textiles so if you say coming up with uh, quite a few several social occasions that we have or functions that we have she would always think what different can i tailor for uh, for her children or for my children uh, you know and then she would go scouting for different color fabrics and uh, she would say what uh, thread to use and things like that that is a bit of context so in her times her mom and uh, her, her aunts in our community they used to wear this uh, outfit called the chatta and munda you know it's like a white color short top and i mean it's a short uh, waist length kind of a top if you would say like uh, pres- in the present day generation and a kind right. of a mundu white mundu starched mundu top and mundu and uh, they would have a very elegant uh, you know a kind of kavani you say a kind of a dupatta kind of which is which is delicately embroidered and it would be pinned up or pleated as a brooch so this is what her mom used to wear her her aunts used to wear uh in the, in those days so when mom used to go to chennai to ask gifts so she's always thinking of innovating what next what different could she you know give uh, as gifts or tailor or things like that uh, i remember she she thought okay why not a block printed a light color bordering very subtle color bordering to be given on the edges of the or after the patar kamni as we call it so she did very very pretty floral kind of bordering very gentle colors uh, on the bordering of that dupatta and that uh, in fact was a great hit uh, back in our, in our hometown in kottayam and that was received very well she got a lot of compliments and so it started from there people started uh, recognizing or you know admiring the charm of block prints and uh, soon she started off into few sarees then it came into fabrics then kurtas then uh, you know her friends and own, her own community started encouraging her then uh, you know uh, why don't you do block print fabrics for us so that's how it got started this moved on during the 90s so i was working in the it firm i started uh, sporting this uh, as a corporate professional wear because it's on why 
right? And you can do block print checks and geometric prints and very subtle prints. You could you could figure out your own way of wearing, and it's cotton and it looked very elegant, uh, neat and uh, professional. So that's when uh, my colleagues started admiring the block prints and they said, will your mom make some for us too? And uh, that's how to Trivandrum. So I invited my mom and I said, let's do a few pieces for a few colleagues who love cotton, uh, who would love cotton and who would love block prints, who like to innovate and something differently. So we had this exhibitions for a few of my colleagues, for a few of my good friends in my own uh, home. Uh, so we had auntie uh, chit-chatting with a few of my colleagues and we had a great time because it was all over coffee and chai pe charche and exhibition over charche and, and sales just happened. And uh, that, that's just to give you a background and context, Shweta. That's, that's how mom was into this. She got started in it's 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 actually encouragement from her own community of your from your friends and uh, family that gets you going right that is the kick uh, for starting this mom started and carried over that that's quite an interesting story so lovely that um, your mother was interested in a whole lot of things and she got started and i so resonate with the point that you made is you know the community the friends the families when someone gets started with something i think it's it's very nice when other people around you start supporting and take it up i mean in whatever way i mean it could be like word of mouth talking about oh you know what hey my friend has started this uh, business so why don't uh, you go check it out it's not like you you know you have to buy the product or anything nothing like that it's just go visit if you like it buy it so yes so you have told us that how your mother got started with it and how you were having exhibitions for your colleagues friends and you know as the sales were happening and i know in our prior conversation you had mentioned that you were doing this but then you took a break i mean your mother took a break or you just stopped doing it for some time and somehow later on you were the one who wanted to get back to it and started it off so i wanted to know what happened in this and how were you interested you know taking it forward how did that happen that's so good. Yes, in between, I took a sabbatical from work. Yes, mom actually kind of uh, faced out with her block printing. This was, I think, uh, lying low. Block printing was just lying low. None of us picked it up or anything. And suddenly, I mean, it's it's always there at the back of your mind, right? So being that uh, I, I do love creating fabrics, I mean, I, I would always, even though I stopped uh, corporate work for, or I took a sabbatical, but uh, we had our social functions. And, and for each social function, uh, you you know, I would design or I would style uh, something for my daughter. For these close family members, she would be a flower girl or something like that. My sari, I would actually think of uh, designing something different. Each time, it's it's just like, uh, you know, you want to do something different, make it interesting. So designing was always there or styling was always there, part of me, uh, yeah, even though block printing didn't formally restart. So then, you know, as you're innovating, what what's the next new trend to present or something like that? And I thought, oh my God, why not uh, hunt and uh, revive this block printing all over again? By then, uh, we didn't know where this uh, person who was doing this block printing. So, you know, it's all cosmic interventions or there is a divine hand in it, I would say, for that thought to just, uh, just come in into the mind like this. And then I scouted. I didn't know where uh, mom's team was actually helping her out. As chance would have had it, uh, managed to get the contact number. And, uh, you know, we started just like that. This was uh, back in 2006. 16, I would say I we started in, again in a small way. Started with a few fabrics, then called my close friends in Trivandrum for uh, you know get together over dips and mocktails and started announcing that you know here we come you know that kind of a thing. You know everybody gets to open up the fabrics, put it on themselves. Everybody like you know having a drink, lounging, having fun, you know talking, and then it's a day well spent. And you know, you're also uh, showing Showcasing your uh, new new block print art or whatever, so it was good fun. So that's how uh, you know I 
very started, if you could say. The framework was already there and she had already set the trend and it was nothing for me to reinvent or uh, start all over again. I just had to pick it up and, you know, just drive it. That's all. Uh, Nothing is an accident. Everything is actually uh, set by design by the master planner. Just probing a bit into it. Um, so with respect to hand block printing, so uh, could you tell us like how was the market then? Because your mother was doing it in the 90s, right? And then now you restarted it back in, in 2016. So wh- how was the market then? How, how was it being received by people out then? And how is it now, the market now? Like how has it changed? If you could tell us about it. Yeah, so I tell my mom that uh, she was lucky then because, uh, you know, it was a time uh, when block printing was not so much into the industry. It was there. I wouldn't say it was not there. It it has been there for a very long time. And it's a a core of uh, India's traditional uh, textile art, right? Uh, Block printing. But when mom started, we didn't have this uh, online sales and online business. It was easier for her she was creating these fabrics. Uh, she was actually having these informing or uh, you know marketing across with her own community, and she would get these new prints, new colors incorporated, and it was going very well uh, in the community because this was a kind of a new thing back in Kerala. Some, I mean, she, though it was there, block printing was there. Uh, somebody whom they could go, whom the customers from Kerala or her friends and community could reach out to. It was that was one of the advantages she had then to say now that you have you know your online businesses your online community and uh, there are a lot more players in the market and uh, and the reach is a little more than before Uh, so you can just anybody a block printing is all over now you can just uh, hop on online google on block printing fabrics or kurtas it's there and uh, you would say another thing is now uh, you know screen printing is actually they churn out in volumes so sometimes there is a challenge of screen printing being posing off as handprints so we we see that also coming quite uh, frequently now there are several fabrics which are actually screen printed but going in the name of block printing fabrics screen printing has the advantage of volumes block printing is a little more uh, you know a labor intensive like say you can't just uh, it's hand done right it's hand block printed it's time consuming and the beauty is always there in hand block printing so there is a charm to it and there is an intensity and depth of the beauty is also there that's how it was uh, back then and now uh, shweta thank you for giving us you know the things which were happening then and now so could you tell us about team that you have? I mean, are they like, uh, you know, specific to hand block printing and how do they go about it? So if you could just tell us, like, what is the setup like with respect to when you're putting out fabrics for people to see and, you know, choose and everything. So what, what goes behind? How many artisans do you have, like, who are like, you know, into this niche? And uh, so do you have a place where you get all of this done? So if you could tell us more about it. Sure, I, I would love to talk about that. That's a really uh, interesting interesting question, Shweta. So let me tell you a little background. Though we were planning on having a small unit, we were wondering at that time we were, uh, where to have this and, you know, how to go about it and things like that. That's uh, that's when we thought, uh, you know, in our home in uh, Kulashegram, that is uh, Kanyakumari district, uh, South India, we thought uh, there was an old go down there, which was filled with junk okay so we thought we'll revive that and uh, clear off the junk a bit and uh, you know restart so that was a herculean task of uh, uh, you know clearing in that and junk of which was being collected over many years uh, you have all the wood and everything and we, we had to just clear that up okay all that cleared and we had to clean that place it, it was a really uh, you know the inside was in uh, in a dilapidated condition you so we had to just give a good clean wash and a fresh coat of uh, basic paint or something like that and the electric work had to be done all that was done going smoothly my artisan had also come and seen the place and he kind of liked it and he said he gave his thoughts over that 
we were just about getting completed. We completed the outdoor shell, the building and everything was ready. Next, we had to have this uh, long printing table, right? Just when we were about to set that up, COVID, uh, the pandemic started. We installed the work was for some time. Till then, you know, I was just freelancing from 2016 to uh, 2017 or 18. I was just freelancing. Whenever I get to travel, I just pick up a few fabrics, give it to my artisan and give the colors and he will do it in his unit or in his in his own uh, home. They have these little uh, tables in their own home, right? So they would do it there and then he would send across. Of course, I would give the layout and the color scheming and all that. So it was all via WhatsApp. So see here, once again, I'll just bring back to your earlier question. Mom had to do it physically. I mean, she had to meet this person face to face. Now technology has helped us people to do everything on WhatsApp. So I would draw, put the colors and then send him pictures. And uh, it made things easier for me and for him as well. He didn't have to travel all the way. I would do the initial work of uh, giving all the prints and things like that. Freelancing was happening till about 2018. So this idea of clearing the go down and all that happened in, uh, you know, 2019. I mean, we were taking it slow, nothing. We were not rushing through anything uh, at that point in time. We didn't know pandemic would just strike right we were all cooped up in our house so then uh, we like we'll just wait and watch and then uh, you there was a point when the cases started dipping right and so that's when we thought we will just uh, start uh, completing the work from where we stopped uh, so I just called up this artisan and he has to lay the table and then I pulled in my carpenter you know he came over to Kulishagram and we got the table up and about running this was in 2000 2020 around this time say september october yeah uh, so this was last year we completed it and we started production in a small way that was the most exciting uh, time uh, because i'm starting small i have only one artisan and he does the work for me he we had a few blocks from carved blocks from my mother's time so that was uh, you know reused reinvented in several ways now and yes, our uh, content is uh, handled by Serene. Team, yes, my family, of course, that's my team. Uh, they are my understanding uh, sufferers. <laughs> a beautiful and a very warm way to say it. <laughs> I, I have to say it in a warm way because I need their help at all times, you see, Shweta. <laughs> they became my go-to first hand. So the team where my uh, son, Cora, my daughter, Dia, my husband, Abraham, they were my immediate uh, anchors. And of course, my mom at the background, uh, you know, offering all the consultation via phone. And, you know, I would go to her for every little advice that I need. Friends, family, sisters, they would all chip in to give their little, uh, you know, feedback. You can do it this way, Maria. You can do it that way. And not to forget uh, my very good friend, uh, Rishmi. will take her name if I can. Here, let me tell you that uh, uh, she was the one who was instrumental, you know, who wouldn't actually make me sit uh, alone or sit quietly even during that sabbatical period she would give me these encouraging nudges you know or she would send me good uh, recipe books from great chefs and all that because uh, cooking and uh, baking is also another perhaps a hobby that I like to do you know so she would send me good cook uh, recipe books and say try out this and then why don't you start this why don't you restart your uh, block printing once again why don't you think about this why don't you think about that start an Instagram page and things like that. Instagram page, I'm, I was into Instagram very recently. Uh, very surprising for people who, who are on their own uh, business journey, right? They start long back, but I started very recently thanks to this uh, friend of mine, uh, Rishmi, who would say, start this. So I have told her, Rishmi, I don't think you never make me sit quietly in peace. You always want to see me active, is it? <laughs> That's the team. Everybody is there in this journey supporting you. Uh, that's the beauty of it, uh, Shweta. Um, so we entrepreneurs actually uh, need this network of community and friends keeping you nudging and patting you at the back and say, hey, go on and things like that. And interestingly, around that time, uh, my cousin from Kottim started a small uh, unit or uh, she was curating stuff and then you know it was simultaneously you know i told you right i mean i look back nothing is an accident everything is by design from the master planner from the divine master planner so you know she started around that time so i mean she used to take stuff from me as a distributor in Kotem. So that's how I channeled one bit there, uh, you know, to Kotim and, uh, you know, like that. And us, in small ways, we started uh, growing. So happy to share that with you, Shweta. 
you you know Sarah of Maharashtra. Oh yes, she actually came up with this interesting um uh, you know block printing assignment for me, and uh, I hadn't even uh, heard of that. If you can see my page on Instagram, you would see this column print. She told me, hey, she called me one day, hey Mare, can you do this column print for me? I said, what's that now? I'll have to check whether we have a block of that sort. And I, you know, I pulled out all my blocks and I saw, oh yeah, there was something like what you mentioned, column blocks. And we've never done that. And I, I don't think my mother also has done this column print. The first time she's also hearing this. We had that block, in fact. Uh, Sarah told me, Mare, don't give me these very dull colors. Give me these bright colors for, uh, you know, she wanted for her tambulam gifting, I guess. That was very interesting, Shweta, because every new item or every new innovation is something which we really really love creative entrepreneurs we love to do something new every day so that got in and i i just uh, did some few pieces fell in love with those pieces i'm like uh, sarah thank you so much ara for this uh, column idea and uh, i did for my mom and we did for immediate friends all this so Kolam actually, it's a very cultural thing, right, to South India. So to Chennai and Tamil Nadu and things like that. So it was it was well received, beautiful colors. So it's a big ecosystem when we start off. Oh, there's a big system. There's a big pack behind. So that's how it was. I mean, I so resonate when you say that it's the entire ecosystem. It could be your uh, artisans who are putting it out the fabrics together or it could be your external team and your family I mean who's was always a constant support I think everything you know falls into place and uh, people helping you out in ways that you wouldn't have imagined as you said Sarah your friend you know she got back to you and asked you okay can you do me this so it gives any entrepreneur for that fact I think it's Every day is a new learning and that's how we grow as a entrepreneur or a solopreneur. We just want to take it up and figure out, okay, it's a fine, it's a, it's a new thing. Let me try it out. My artisan too, he gives me his snippets of thoughts. He tells me, you know, don't be choosy on what uh, you want to take and what you do. You're just starting. Uh, take everything what comes your way. Be open to new ideas, new things. And that was good in this journey. You were talking about uh, the blocks. I know there are dyes involved, you know, the color dyes which get onto the fabric. So could you tell us about the preparation of the dyes, the wooden blocks that we were talking about? So is it like prepared by you or is it like outsourced with respect to the dyes and the blocks? If you were to ask me about dyes, dyes are colors that uh, you get, it's available in the market. So you have your basic colors, right? And uh, so, and we play around with these colors, mixing, and it takes some time. You need, it's not all about red, blue, green, yellow. Those are the primary colors, but you want shades, you know. As much as there's beauty, it's also complex. When Only when you are in that area, you will know that red has so many hues to it. There is pinkish red, maroonish red, light red. You know, you can go on playing and that takes time, you know. You will sometimes... Sometimes uh, I will say, you know, I want this shade. I want that shade. So it's all about mixing and playing with colors. It takes time. Uh, I mean, if it's just a very straightforward red, green, uh, it's it's okay. But when you're trying to uh, craft unique pieces, right? Few of your pieces will be unique. So for those unique pieces, you need a kind of different colors. Uh, those shades, not colors. I would say shades. And to achieve that shade, you need some time. So that is what I do in my unit because I I would like to see the shades that come up. Uh, because you will have one shade in your mind. The artisan will have another shade. So to align the shades, we need to, or you know, we need to be together to sync up and see that yeah yeah this is the shade that i'm talking about so that takes time that's it's not like in screen where you just get the color and goes on with tuck 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 10 20 50 20 pieces this is uh, some few exclusive pieces with getting the right amount of shade and uh, if you're catering to a particular customer i call immediately hey is this the shade these are the options for your shades do you want this which one do you want each uh, print or block or motive is uh, shown on whatsapp then the uh, customer has to come back to us these are these are exclusive prints i'm talking about not the general ones the customer comes back then that information is relieved relieved to my artisan once the color and the motive is uh, decided Okay, half your job is done. That that part is done and he can go on doing it. And then the positioning layout on the fabric. When you're doing exclusive fabrics, you need a different kind of motives, right? And a different layout. You can't be the same general one. Uh, so exclusive ones take a long time. 
take, uh, you know, roughly a piece would take three, four hours, Shweta. It's one single artisan doing it patiently and very diligently because you need a steady hand. You need a steady hand to block the print. That is as far as dyes go. Uh, for the blocks, uh, Shweta, if you were to ask me, we already had a set mm-hmm. of blocks, the regular paisleys, the mangoes, the birds, the trees and everything from when my mother had. There were uh, quite a lot of blocks. But now you see the trend is changing. The customer preferences are changing. Uh, the today's gen like quirky prints. They like quirky. You you see the cycle, bicycle, the owls. Uh, those were not there uh, during my mom's time, I guess. I haven't seen it though. Maybe it must have been around. But so now you have all these kind of uh, new ones coming up. So for that, I will have to actually uh, get the wood carver to actually uh, make a template and carve it out. It's done on teak wood. It's all that's also done by hand. That's the beauty. It's all done on a wooden frame and you know carved out and uh, made exclusively or block printed. So having said that, I would like to actually also mention there was this customer who uh, who told me recently. This was. Uh, Uh, some months back she wanted a butterfly mask uh, for a baptism giveaway Uh, so we didn't have butterflies uh, in our hand so we carved out a butterfly mask uh, especially for her imprinted on masks so that was very pretty you know that was also very exciting I mean though it was all time consuming so she had her timeline of when the baptism would be there's a whole lot of planning at the background so I the wood blocker is another person sitting somewhere else so he will have to carve the create the template I'll have to okay the template and it can be single color double color all those things so the quickest way we can create that butterfly we it was good we have to make the mask and uh, we actually let it it was really beautiful it, it was something very novel giving giving away hand block printed mask it was very much with the COVID context so mask has become a very fashionable accessory now Shweta I would always say your masks are an immediate conversation starter like how your clothes are mask has become ingrained into your uh, wardrobe so recently I would say another one which we are launching coming up this was another ca- customer from Chennai who uh, happened to see our Instagram page and she reached out to me saying you know she's into uh, little boys clothes came reached out to me saying she wanted for Janmashtami, which is coming around, she wanted to do these uh, these little uh, symbolic Krishnas playing the flute. So we again carved out a woodblock. She got something very cute and creative, a cow playing the flute. So that we will be launching in a day or two. Perhaps in the next, she would be launching it soon. And that we got it motived and done and she's made tailoring kurtas out of those fabrics. Uh, so that was another innovative piece. Uh, every new learning is... Uh, very uh, very invigorating for an entrepreneur that's 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 what i was coming to say so that's about the blocks uh, shweta uh, it's carved out and uh, it's carved out for by another person by another wood blocker you need to be in sync with your artisans there is a lot of planning to it oh yes it's such an intricate and a lovely process because uh, you know to get the dyes the shades right i mean as you mentioned each color has variety of shades and also to get that print i mean the print pertaining to the blocks that you're using you need to be clear and all of that. such a lovely uh, process i mean thank you for sharing it with us Absolutely. It's it's as complex, as intensive, you know, and it is mind-boggling, mind-breaking because even in the night you're thinking what shade to put. Your inspiration, you will look at a pigeon and say those who are that that color of the pigeon looks very nice. Uh, You know, you can use it as a next motive for your next fabric. Pigeon has shades of gray and the legs which are pink. So your mind is always on that kind of color scheming and uh, layout and things like that. So that's how it is, Shweta. And uh, you also mentioned um, putting it on Instagram. So could you tell us as to what are the types of products that you're offering uh, currently on your Instagram page? I'll have to give you a background to that products per se. We started our small uh, production during the COVID when we were all cooped up in our homes. At, the, at that point in time, I could not go big on, say, say a, a fabric, like a, say, kurta, because then my customers would have to run to a tailor and, you know, get it stitched. Now, that's going to be a challenge now at this at the present times. What goes well now? Everybody is sitting at home and, you know, lounging away. They want comfort. Comfort is the key word when you're at home or when you're working. Uh, there are uh, students or uh, young uh, the young generation of today are working from home and comfort is a 
big factor for all of us, right? At least for most of us, nobody is going for any uh, function or you don't have this elaborate uh, functions which are happening. So that's when we hit on our first product, the loungewear pants. Fabrics could be tailored as loungewear. And uh, of course, I was uh, lucky uh, the stars were aligned when I had a good tailor who could uh, stitch the loungewear. And my pants are easy to stitch, just a comfort pants, right? You just have your elastic, your side pockets and your pants are ready. And uh, loungewear pants was our first product for, and it hit off very well with the with the present generation, with the young generation. I couldn't drag in any models being everybody was cooked up. Nobody was stepping out. Again, I used my children as uh, who were reluctant models. <laughs> they, I had to use them as, you see on my Instagram page, wow. uh, they, they were the models. I had to tell them, you know, you just model. Okay. They were reluctant, of course, but uh, they did a great, they did an amazing job, thanks to them. Their friends all kicked in. So even my son was actually into it. So, you know, now there is no, you don't have gender lines, right? So these loungewear pants were both for boys and girls, for men and women. And, you know, that was a big uh, hit. It still is a big hit. Loungewear pants is still on the comfort lines and it, it still runs. And of course, our masks. The second product is a mask, block printed mask, which is going on in full swing. People love the idea of masks. So that is, this was in October, uh, Shweta. I told you, right, last year, 2020, October, we started in a small way with loungewear. And then uh, this was going on to December. So December is a time when it's Christmas, right? And there are family get-togethers during Christmas, small families getting together in one home. And that's when uh, customers started coming and saying, let's keep, uh, you know, Christmas-themed masks. You need to have a safe and fun get-togethers. You know, you can see that on my page where we had Christmas-themed masks, safe masks, which was then uh, shipped uh, to Bangalore and, you know, and other places where family get together. So nobody wanted to stay at home uh, and, uh, you know, uh, but they they wanted to have fun, but safe in a safe way. When we had uh, Christmas checks, plates, red, blue, green, gold, silver, whatnot. There were a variety of uh, uh, hand-block printed masks. Mask was another product. Then came your fabrics. So what I did was uh, I didn't retain it to, uh, you know, just fabrics for kurta. So I gave this idea of block printed kurtas can be made into any legwear, uh, tapered pants. You know, now the best part of today's times is uh, anything goes, everything goes uh, because you can be a trendsetter now. Uh, I'm very glad that nowadays people are just innovating on different looks, different styles. You can give you a 2.5 meter fabric. You can use it as a kaftan. You can use it as a top. You can use it as an off-shoulder kaftan because everyday customer trends are changing customer preferences are changing they want to try new stuff every day so you need to actually tailor make and give them new capsules that's how that is one so our block printed fabric can be actually inclusive and flexible to suit your needs you can tailor them anyway but loungewear and mask we give them ready wear and shorts too the generation of today or anybody for that matter because you want comfort right so shorts uh, these block printed shorts look very Super cool, super chic and super cool. Then, of course, uh, we've got also table linen, Ashweta. Have your loungewear, your mask, your fabric, which can uh, go into any uh, any forms, whether your kaftans or you can tailor them anyway. Then we've got, uh, as I said, table linens. Block print is not something where you can stop with just one. You can diversify in so many ways. You can use it into your home decor, your curtains, your cushion covers, your saris. Uh, I, did, I also did a sari for Women's Day got uh, sold on that very day itself. Uh, Saris also we do. So there's nothing stopping uh, block printing from getting into any uh, categories of products. People come back to us, say, we want uh, kitchen curtains and we want uh, this one, cushion covers and things like that. So home decor will be my area to diversify like uh, you know sofa covers and things like that so that is where i'm also looking at diversifying because people asking for uh, home decor stuff lampshades and you can actually block print on any natural fabric we, we only deal with uh, just having said that we only deal with uh, natural fabric shweta it's either silk cotton linen and uh, on those on those lines yes so, so many products to still come by so those are the future plans of course yes 
Super. And uh, people can find your products on Maria Abraham Prince, correct? On Instagram. Products are displayed on my Instagram page and on my Facebook. They can message me on uh, Instagram page and then I take their WhatsApp number or their number which which I can WhatsApp products individually to them and now have a conversation with my customers. I would like to have that journey in a product where I can have that conversation, little conversation with the customer, understand what their preferences is. So, you know, more than what is seen on the page, you know, we can tailor make them to their, they suit their taste, their colors, understand. And we can suggest things, you know, hey, not, we, we have just not this. We, have, we can also give you this bit also for you. So that kind of interaction happens only on WhatsApp, not more on Instagram. So I prefer having this, uh, you know, conversation with them. So, you know that's a good journey with each customer so if people want to check out your products and if you want to request for a customized product then please reach out to maria abraham prince on instagram and i'm sure more people will be happy to come and check out your page so maria how do you feel being a you know a side pruner like you know juggling a job and a venture which is so like intricate and so much of process and everything so how does it feel good question shweta <laughs> that's a wonderful question <laughs> well uh, juggling that's my favorite word juggling being a person who likes uh, variety and diversity i mean variety and diversity is the spice of my life so i like uh, having variety of activities incorporated into uh, my task so if you see as a corporate life whatever functions i do in the corporate world and uh, then what do uh, during the weekdays and weekends when i do my catch up on my block printing that's another part then i'm also a homemaker shweta so there will be a little bit of home ends also as much as i desire something fancy or something exotic like a cake or a, a cookie or something preparing meals for your family so you have three broad functions in my life each function actually fends off a positive energy to or feeds off a positive energy or transmits yeah. a positive energy to the other activity so since i told you right coming back to variety and diversity being a part of my life i mean that keeps me uh, on my toes keeps me active and keep brings vigor into each of these activities that i like doing it can get exhaustive i i am not saying that it is easy finding your balance find, you wind down and then you know by monday you're back on track uh, so there will be this uh, meltdowns and winding winding downs it's just that you need to find that balance pick up momentum by the week the starting of the week mo- monday so monday to friday you know you're busy with your corporate work saturday sunday you pick up you no know, i always say i pick up the next bag <laughs> uh, and you know all this can be actually inspiring all the three can be inspiring in each of these areas so like i said uh, entrepreneurs are always looking for new ideas right new ideas that can fuel them so if you open your eyes and ears really uh, you know minutely or into every detail everything can be seen as uh, inspiration to catch up on the next juggling is is my favorite word <laughs> i'm so glad that you know you are occupied like you know monday to friday and saturday sunday and I, i don't think there is a work day there is a weekend i think it's all days you just go about what was needed to be done yeah you do it just that yeah exactly now because you are working from home all these lines are blurred you're not uh, straight jacketing okay this is my this is what i'll do today and anyway homemaking all all days happen uh, it's not just just two days or three days everything happens uh, you know your your kitchen stuff and everything your home maintenance your home areas will have to go on like clockwork nothing can come to a halt right uh, so that that's pretty much it uh, um, shweta so super super i mean that's amazing and brilliant so my next question is um what do you think about the status of uh, the printing techniques in india are they being revived because uh, i'm not sure how the market was like you know like probably it had a slum and now everything is like back to organic and people want uh, getting back to all the indian uh, the techniques the printing techniques be it be weaving or embroidery or and block printing as we're talking today uh, so what do you think are they being revived at this point in time what what is your take on that absolutely uh, textile industry if you were to ask me i think uh, it's the second largest 
or I'm, I'm one of the largest employers uh, in India. So it's not something which came up very recently. It's been there for very long time. In fact, it's part of our rich India's rich traditional heritage. And it is very appreciated globally. And uh, even your fashion houses are using our Indian artisans very extensively. Now, if you were to ask me how much of importance it's given, I think uh, more importance could be given to this industry. And people like us are, or people like you and me are ambassadors to this beautiful heritage. I mean, this is the heritage or this is the wealth uh, that India has. And we are little ambassadors to, you know, or little voices for these artisans. Uh, We need to carry their voice through their uh, tales of weaving or to their tales of hand block printing. I, I always say it like each thread that is hand-loomed, hand-woven, each stitch that is embroidered, each block that is printed is a story of each artisan. So uh, people like you and me have to carry this legacy forward. We need to be proud of our rich heritage. You should be proud of your treasures at home. They are sported and, and, you know, and spread it globally. So each one needs to be ambassadors, global ambassadors of the textile crafts that we have. You have your ikat, you have your pochampali, you have your jamdani, you have all these beautiful fabrics. I'm saying each one is a story of its own. I mean, uh, so that we need to carry forward or market or spread. So the stakeholders uh, who are, you know, relevant to the textile industry have to make a conscious effort uh, reviving this industry to or uh, taking it to greater heights of glory. Uh, so if you see your handloom fabric, you, which are just facing out in a small way, we should revive it because power loom is just taking over. That's when we, this onam, this onam, we actually decided to go to the weavers to get the handloom fabrics themselves because they are becoming an endangered category themselves, the handloom weavers. We'll go source the fabrics straight, fresh out of the handlooms and then uh, block print them, you know, uh, because this COVID, when we had in Kerala, the floods and now the pandemic, all this has put, put this industry to, a, you know, a slump. So we have to actually revive that, uh, spread it more and market it more to our people that we know. Printing techniques, if you were to say, uh, there are quite a few. So uh, if you were to ask me during the COVID time when we started uh, Shweta, you know, one of the limitations uh, that I had, I mean, as an entrepreneur is, uh, you know, if, if it was during the other times uh, that I had started or, you know, BC, that BC, I always say before COVID, I could have just jumped on, hopped on to a train or a bus or a flight and, and travel to different parts of India, pick up all the weaves and come back and, you know, improvise or do block prints on them. But, uh, being now that uh, we are all contained in our homes and we have our limitations of traveling, uh, what I had with me in hand was plenty of reams of cotton white fabric. And they were they're cool, comfortable fabrics, very good for our to- tropical weather. I'm, it's not because I'm I'm uh, weaving or block printing on these fabrics. I'm not advocating. But uh, really, I always uh, say that this is, you know, it's very good for our weather. And uh, what can you do on white? How much can you do these motifs, right? People will say similar. Each one fabric will do be similar. So how can we incorporate more color onto this fabric? So here yeah, there is a saying, right? When uh, life throws uh, lemons at you, make a lime juice or a lemon juice or a vodka, whatever suits you. So you need to make some juice out of those lemons. So my artisan and my I sat down together and we thought how best to incorporate color onto the white rather than that, rather than keep printing just motives on it. So that's when he we hit upon this get uh, technology or get printing where we uh, weave in more colors. We, on this white plain fabric, rather than putting motifs, we use the get printing where we got this white fabric is fully transformed into probably your red florals, your green florals, uh, your uh, your three, four colors. I do have pieces of that, uh, you know, which completely transform the fabrics. 
and those were good for shorts for your uh, loungewear uh, so it's not just plain white people who like colors who want a little vibrant colors so we used converted this white fabric into colors of course they were time consuming for one fabric if you were to put motifs like this it would just take uh, a few a couple of hours if you are incorporating if you want to change it into ged it takes 3 4 hours Ah. for just one fabric so it takes half a day it takes half a day but we decided uh, it, it it comes with a cost of course because there's more labor involved in it there's more artisans one person alone cannot be doing this there could be two or three artisans working on one 2.5 meters of fabric oh my that comes with a cost that those are the techniques that we use um, i mean one of the techniques i mean i would say to ward off this limitation that we had it's brilliant and you also mentioned like you know how did you go by with your venture during the pandemic as well we also spoke about that and my question is um in the pandemic i mean it, there was a lockdown and you know like the intermittent lockdowns in between or the partial lockdown as well uh, so my question here is how did you manage you know sending across the orders you know to people that is a beautiful question i i just love that question when we just got an order for it was a large scale order for loungewear you know we were taking measurements we were actually sending in measurements to and fro was uh, you know it was quite a mid size order for loungewear shorts and pants right so that's when this uh, triple lockdown hit trivandrum wherein it was a very intense lockdown and uh, you know we we couldn't venture out so this whole consignment got stopped locked ah. or the orders for mass that also got blocked so you know uh, it was it was understandable the whole of i mean all most of the states that you saw the metros all going into a lockdown during the second phase this i'm talking about the second phase of covid so uh, it was understandable that now nothing nothing will move and nothing will function now soon that period also got locked but in trivandrum my tailors could wear work only for three times a week so you know there was this challenge of we could only stagger our uh, loungewear we couldn't do it all to this bulk couldn't be finished at one go so you know i had to actually prioritize the loungewear first people who have been asking for mask they were actually texting me um maria where are our mask i'm sure you would have seen that on my page i posted that on my and where are the masks i did i did <laughs> where are the masks so i had to you know i had to really you know say i know but this lounge where let me just this is one big consignment let me just ship this across and then i will start we did have this that was there was one time lag of when we took uh, delivery but it was an justifiable time lag I do have very um, understanding and patient customers uh, Shweta just like you <laughs> sweet <laughs> I mean uh, it's very nice everybody is so understanding in this journey and you feel good about it amazing all right during this time our well-being is also of that most importance for all of us so i want to know what is your well-being routine like what do you indulge in apart from job and also the venture that you have what else do you do <laughs> you know to just unwind oh yeah so many hobbies uh, to keep me energized and give me that uh, well-being nourishment one is on the health side yes uh before starting any of this before getting back to my work uh, before get, uh, starting my uh, hand block printing venture uh, all of this i was uh, you know very regular uh, with my yoga discipline shweta so i was very very regular i had a very good uh, mentor called by the name athara and uh, i it was in trandum and of course uh, she was also very disciplined very passionate about yoga you know i i i'm actually very enthusiastic as far as yoga is concerned i was very rigorous in my discipline there coming back to the present i wish i could uh, uh, get back to yoga routine um as much as i want to i mean i'm not as regular as i used to whenever i get a chance i will be on the yoga mat yes and of course um, that is what yoga is one of the things that helped me uh, be grounded i mean it gave me the sense of calm it gave gave me a sense of empowerment to handle any 
challenging situations that come across in any entrepreneur's life, right? You you do get small uh, challenges or small uh, kicks or punches here and there, but it's yoga which helps you uh, be grounded there. So yoga helps, certainly helps. Uh, second thing I would say is uh, my love for gardening, not in a very mega way, once again, in a small way. So reconnecting to the plants, to uh, that that helps me, that also re- uh, rejuvenates me, uh, gives me the well-being and the nourish, mental nourishment or the sense of calm that I need, tending to the plants or watering them. That gives me the adequate energy for, for tackling everything. So you need to find, you need to find your own hobbies. Uh, that keeps you grounded. That keeps you going, I would say. And uh, having conversation with friends and all of that, all of that contribute to your well-being, right? Amazing. So glad that you're, uh, you are into so many things and that's so good. And uh, it's always nice to uh, learn a lot many things and enjoy that process because even if we are doing one thing, there could be other, it could be just an hobby, but we might learn something, a skill out there that you can use it for your venture or your business your job absolutely every every day there is an immense learning if, if you look at it every day there is something to learn from somewhere somebody or a stranger or your artisans or your uh, your helps in the kitchen every everybody has something new to uh, tell you so you know, it's just that we need to keep your eyes and ears open you need you need to be open to new experiences allow new experiences to flow through your life i think that's pretty much it Lovely. Um, so we come to the last section, uh, which I call as the pruner spotlight section. I'm going to ask you five questions and uh, you could answer to me in a word or two or a couple of sentences. So so do we get started? Oh, shoot. <laughs> uh, okay, my first question to you is, what is your ikigai? So ikigai is nothing but the reason for your being. So what is that one thing that you would do on any given day? No matter what is happening around the world, what is that one thing? I would go back to sleep. (laughs) (laughs) On any given day, yeah, I would uh, maybe, um, I would actually be doing the same things. You know, think of some colors, the plants, colors or uh, cakes or cookies or whatever. If none of the four I'm in, I would go to sleep. Super, super. (laughs) Or, uh, you know, a good good cup of coffee. As simple as that. Wonderful. Okay. My second question is any person who has inspired you or any book which has inspired you? You can talk of any or if you want, you can talk about both as well. Not one, uh, Shweta. That's a very tough question. (laughs) Uh, For a person like me, there is something inspirational in every human being. So it's not just one. I cannot contain to one person. So Anybody new, starting something new inspires. Something out, you look into the nature, nature inspires. So your family, your mom, your friends, anybody can inspire you. So Oh, yes. I'm not looking at just one person to inspire. It's it's actually a collection of people and, uh, uh, you know, nature which uh, inspires. So every day is a day of inspiration for me. I Actually, I'm actually in the hunt or looking for inspiration. So I will... Definitely find one. So So I have an interesting question for you. Hypothetically, if you turn out to be the richest person in the world tomorrow, what would you like to do? Or would you continue to do what you're already doing? I would uh, continue to do what I'm doing in a much larger scale. Uh, That is what I would do. Yeah, I would continue to do what I'm doing in a much larger scale, diversify to a much larger canvas. Pretty much nothing much changes. uh, Only the scale might change. Super. Well said. Well said. Any particular art or craft, like we were talking about the textile crafts, right? The techniques per se. Um, Apart from hand block printing, do you want to try out any other technique? Do you have anything on your mind that you would want? Hey, you know what? I want to try out this particular form of art or, you know, the way it's done. Anything, anything. I would like to uh, explore uh, other weaves, other uh, from other states, if not for this COVID. I would have been uh, traveling and seeing, uh, uh, I would have got made a visit to Calcutta, to Rajasthan, to Jaipur, to see, actually to explore more, look out avenues on how I could incorporate that into my block printing venture. Definitely for sure. Embroidery too, embroidery too, and uh, hand embroidered. Anything to do with hand, any art to do with hand, oh, I'm open to it. Even other countries too, uh, Shweta, not just India. I just don't I want to restrict it to India. 
you know actually take the textiles out on a global market too that's that's also in you know a very looking of uh, far ahead uh, that's how i'm looking at it so on a much larger scale i want to i wish i would say amen to it <laughs> yes absolutely okay the next question is um, what is your definition of success this is pretty much much enjoying uh, what you love doing with passion and with dedication i think uh, that satisfaction that ikigai that you meant i think uh, nothing beats it i think uh, if you're dedicated if you have the inner drive if you have the passion that to me is success and uh, i i think i once again will take it back to the universe will conspire to have it done for you uh, they will align it for you if you have these three ingredients in your work i'm sure that that itself will do that is that to me is success the rest will all fall in place your uh, monetary or whatever that will come and go but it will fall in place it's the rest of the thing so you're giving back to the community what you're taking back so that is ultimately that you're helping you're holding a, another one's hand and that's like how uh, i was given a chance i would be able to lift another person in uh, into the ecosystem well said amazing um and lastly i want to ask you uh, what is one key takeaway that you want to give the audience are the audience being here those who want to start on a venture and or those who are just started something but they want to scale it up take it to the next level so what would you like to tell them it could be any learnings or any insights or any tips that you would want to share with them okay shweta i am still learning i have not reached anywhere <laughs> i am i am looking for some gyan from outside myself i am pretty early or very nascent in this industry now so i i i'm not sure if i'm equipped to give give that answer but having said that uh, i always uh, my recommendation would always be shweta drive if you want to do something it's because you have a, a seed of passion in you so keep at it uh, keep the focus do the background work keep your eyes and ears open to whatever people are telling you whatever you don't need to take every little advices that flow your way you are the, ultimately you are the one who's driving it so keep at it with passion and focus you know i told you right the divine forces will align it for you you will see it all you know unfurling right in front of you i mean it will t- take the flow of things you will have uh, setbacks you will have a uh, little detours from your uh, from your planned routes but then just keep at it just keep at it uh, with the same dedication devotion uh, and it will fall in place i'm sure uh, that is the key takeaway for me and that's the key takeaway which i would like to give for anybody who's venturing into venturing on to a business line wonderful um so maria how can anyone reach out to you at my uh, i have my contact number listed 9447467344 all right perfect and they can also check out your page on instagram which is maria abraham prince perfect yes yes absolutely absolutely they can do that and i'm sure that's how people just get connected to me and we have a good conversation and we take it up from there it's that relationship with the customers that keeps it going you know uh, that's that pretty much i enjoy that journey uh, till the product reaches their hand that journey is from the start till the when the when the product hits their hand it's a beautiful journey i've made friends for lifetime customer turned friends <laughs> true 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 oh yes lovely and i'll be sure to leave the links in the episode description and uh, maria thank you so much and it's been such an amazing and a delightful conversation with you i got to learn about handblock printing and the techniques and of course the your entire team putting so many things together and how you have survived the pandemic and you're going great uh, in leaps and bounds and uh, again i'm so honored to have you on my show thanks for this thank you for being a part pleasure is all all mind shweta it was really and i'm also you know appreciating and admiring the capability that you are bringing to the table i'm also learning and i'm I, see you are inspiring today saturday morning you are you put the energy you put the momentum into my uh, saturday so you know Sweet. it was it was invigorating it was refreshing and we had a great conversation thank you so much i just enjoyed uh, my day today thank yeah. you pleasure is all mine thank you shweta thank you that was wonderful
Well, that was quite an interesting conversation with Maria. Let's look into what we spoke about. Maria spoke about how her mother started with the block printing of fabrics in the 1990s and how Maria restarted it in 2016 because uh, she found it easy as the framework was already there. Uh, we also spoke about the market uh, then in 1990s and how has it uh, been now. We did also speak about uh, her block printing unit and the artisans which are, who are involved in it and uh, of course their team of artisans, family, friends and relatives who have been a constant support for her in uh, making a venture possibility. She mentions that for an entrepreneur, every day is a learning. Uh, we spoke about how she prepares our dyes and blocks and her current range of products are loungewear, masks, fabrics, which can be tailored into anything, table linen, uh, saris, and a future plans uh, are to foray into home decor. We did speak about how she juggles between job, venture, and also being a homemaker. We did uh, talk about printing techniques and how they're being revived in the current scenario and uh, how our business has shaped in the pandemic and how she is um, involving herself in yoga gardening as a part of her well-being routine thank you for joining me on this episode if you liked the episode and felt this had some value then please comment in the description section and also share the link with your friends Likewise, you can comment on Instagram or take a screenshot of the episode and post it on Instagram stories. Don't forget to tag me at Shweta C. Krish. Invest in yourself as this is the best insurance you can have no matter what life throws at you.